0: I'm surprised we still play live music.
1: I'm surprised we're so married. That's a good
0: point, too. <laughs>
2: good point, yeah. Hello and welcome to WNC Original Music, episode 164, the Sutton to Wimbledon episode. This week, very happy to have on the podcast The duo Couldn't Be Happiers Mostly a duo, sometimes play as a 3-19 to piece They're a married, songwriting, alt-country Americana duo From Winston-Salem, North Carolina Their members are Jordan Crosby Lee and Jody Hildebrand Lee They are actually both attorneys, which is uh, thought pretty interesting Although, you know, you couldn't really tell it by talking to them They did give me some punitive looks, so I'll say that. Their first full-length album, Songs for Butchie, is now out in three volumes. It's named in honor of Jordan's late father, John Lee. You can find them at couldn'tbehappiers.com and also at all the streaming sites. And also don't forget to check the show notes for their social media presences. Without further delay, here are Couldn't Be Happier's.
3: to make a couple of guitars and extra for you.
2: It says tree hugs tree house yep tree hugs. tree hugs Treehouse.
1: that's I mean it's basically the same thing yeah. we are tree huggers I guess um'm I mean, oh, except yeah. for the fact that this is a desk made of wood yeah and we drive and we drive you know. cars and mm-hmm. stuff yeah.
0: but yeah dinosaur bone vehicles and
1: yeah I know anyway tree house tree house is probably one of my favorite songs that we that we've ever written and I'll tell you it's funny because it's Definitely not one of Jordan's, and he always. I thought he had to
0: play the song first.
1: He's not playing the song.
0: He stopped already. <laughs> I don't understand how this magic works.
1: Listen, to-
0: <laughs> I'm and never going to ask. I played that. them
2: all when you were looking for batteries a while ago. That's right. <laughs> That's how long you were gone. You thought you were just gone like two minutes.
1: So that he could change into yeah, a shirt. Right. Does not yeah. matter?
2: <laughs> we had a I whole your- whole listening party. You missed stand up comedian.
1: <laughs>
3: <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Sorry. Uh, tree uh, Hugs.
1: Tree, <laughs> tree Hugs is my favorite song. Mm-hmm. Uh probably because um, I love the back and forth. It kind of reminds me of like uh, um Off Kilter Johnny and June kind of thing. We've got accordion on there. Um It's really fun and I just love screaming the chorus. Damn it we'll survive. It's just there's something so fun and uh, cathartic about screaming that chorus at the top of your lungs.
0: Yeah, we got to start off every set with it.
1: We, we pretty much do. That's one of our one of the two or three openers that we typically will use when we're starting out on a set.
2: Uh, this so. song reminded me of uh, and this is a compliment, so just take it easy. Um, like, have you ever got, have you guys ever seen the song, uh, the movie, a mighty wind? No. Oh, okay. It's a Christopher guest movie. You've seen uh best of show. Um, yeah. It's a mockumentary. Well, this is a, uh, it's one of his movies and it's about a, f- a bunch of folk singers. Oh, the folk singer. I yeah. have seen it.
3: Oh, I haven't.
2: And they, the, 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 um, the, the husband wife
0: duo get back together and that's the big, yeah, that's the yeah. big story, right? Yeah. The husband and wife folk singer coming Did back. you just
1: ruin it for everybody? No, it's like Sunny and Cher. No, no, that no. no that's,
0: the, that's the whole plot. Oh, okay. It's like the big, the big, the big. Anyways, yeah. Yeah. Huh. It reminds him of that. Yeah.
2: Okay. Cool. So, yeah. It reminds well, me of that. Jordan
1: loves, he loves to tell the story of before we start singing this song, usually about what inspired the song, which was The Walking Dead. Um, and realizing that if something like that happened, we have no survival skills. So uh-huh. we, we, we'd probably be the first to go. Well, and I don't know because the way
2: nobody we- on the walking dead has any survival skills. You never see him. <laughs> sure. All right. You've opened up a can of worms. Uh, you never see him riding, <laughs> riding a bicycle. Um, they all carry like one weapon max mm-hmm. uh they'll and they'll like one of them will have like like you can go in any sporting goods store any walmart and find great big knives and guns and stuff but they'll have like a sharpened stick they've had for six months yeah because that's yeah. just their favorite yeah. weapon or something like that they don't carry yeah. backpacks mm-hmm. um they don't carry. Oh, a I mean, great point it's just it's just ridiculous how terrible they are so you, yeah. you, think you guys would be okay
0: Oh, okay well, well we decided the way we'd be okay is we just be entertainers
1: yeah, and, I mean yeah. It, people would just protect us because like, we would be fun.
0: Post apocalyptic clowns. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, exactly. And, <laughs> and then we would host people but we everybody's welcome to party.
1: I do feel like that would be like a zombie attraction though. Like don't you think mm. that'd be?
0: Well, it's not like, big, but that's not the that's not that's not the cause in the song that causes global warming oh, okay, so yeah, the world right. Ends. That's right. Yeah. But but what made me what made me realize that we're toast this is all is, over the um, place. The walking dead. Yeah, yeah. yeah
1: sorry. Yeah. So this this song does have an environmental theme to it because we were, you know, We're kind of screwed already, I guess. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're screwed. Uh,
0: So. Yeah, did you see that NASA published a paper that said the great filter theory is probably why we haven't discovered life in the universe at all? Meaning that intelligent life gets to a certain barrier where it destroys itself. And I think we're like there. Could be. you know uh, I mean I mean like it looks like climate change is irreversible and um, we're probably too late and I was like, well I hope it's not coming soon because I don't know anything about like making fire.
1: yeah well it'll be so hot you won't need to <laughs> right yeah anyway. so that's the one, yeah. yes. that's the that's, one good thing yeah. about
2: climate change is uh, you won't have to learn to make fire probably. You
1: don't have to make yeah, fire. You have to learn stuff. to swim. You have to cook food. Yeah, yeah just swim. Yeah, you got to boil berries. water. Okay, so oh, yeah, so yeah, yeah, everybody
2: on the Walking Dead, and this is something you should remember. Uh, everybody should have a magnifying glass. They're they're everywhere. You can get a magnifying, and that's how you start your fires all the time. Mm-hmm. You, don't to, you don't have
3: to. Oh, manage them. And, smart. I mean,
2: and also, there's you know matches and all that stuff all around, but but mainly the yeah. the magnifying glass. Yeah. Even a strong pair of reading glasses could start a fire. I mean. Really, you don't need anything wow. too fancy. We're
1: we'll really, work on that. Really working on yeah
2: uh, on the yeah. beating up on the Walking Dead today for some
0: reason. <laughs> well, I've been I I run every every day. I run six seven miles after work. Really before rehearsal. Yeah, yeah. every day in a uh, but. So now that we have a treadmill down in the basement. I've I've been watching all the Walking Dead. Is what I've been running to. Yeah. which I did realize if there was a zombie apocalypse, I think my job would be like postman because I'd I'd have right. to run. Yeah. Yeah, so I'd be single though, because Jody'd be eating.
1: Yeah, I can't run. I'm not good at it. Well, once I again,
2: there'd still be bicycles. So, you know, just. just I can't that. even <laughs> ride a bicycle.
1: I can't. Okay. I can't believe I'm admitting this on a podcast. It's like going to be heard by a lot of people. Um, but I never learned to ride a bicycle without training yeah, wheels. But I'll tell I'll you what, you give me some training wheels. Yeah. I can ride that bike all day long. Well, you
2: can get one of those uh, adult adult tricycles.
1: Yes, and then I can carry things. Can't
3: go very
2: fast. Like, what if sweet. I have
1: a basket? You know, I can yeah. be—I'll be super helpful.
3: Yeah. So.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, mean, I think Good. we're ready. I'll Let's survive go ahead and do this
2: apocalypse thing. Sounds like we we've got to figure it out. You're <laughs> all
1: welcome. Yeah. To yeah. Come and right. hang out with us in yeah. our treehouse. Yeah.
2: <laughs> the treehouse. Um. <sighs> all right. Uh, I feel like uh, you guys started to say like four or five things and I interrupted you. Is there any thought you want to finish there? <laughs>
1: oh that's treatments. normal oh. we don't re- we don't remember what where we were going oh okay. do we
0: no that that's where so the polar bear line was about seeing those poor emaciated polar bears in the North Pole
1: yeah
0: um and then it was also about how I would do anything to be with you even in the Aww. end of the world scenario yeah
1: so we call it our apocalypse love song yeah. So it is a different twist on a love song, and, I think. And then
0: there's a big fuck you to oil and gas conglomerates yeah, as yeah, well. Yeah. Who are
2: the cause of all of this?
1: Killing the polar bears. Yeah.
2: Yeah, that's true. Those mm-hmm. jerks. I hope they hear this song.
1: I hope they do. Think
2: about what they've done.
1: <laughs> yes, as they hop on their private jet and fly off to a des- desert island. Oh, i could going <laughs> be <out> happy. <there. laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: Points to a shadow on the x-ray A tropical storm gets a name Mama gets a knock on her door much too late Nobody knows the over-under Living between lightning and wonder Gives way below After some clean time It's a first shot of dope Nobody knows The over-under Living between life
2: This is uh, to oh, me like, like a feel-good feel song. I think.
1: Yeah, of course, happy yeah. song right. makes you. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: um, you want to
0: listen to it on repeat before like a fight or a, a get race amped or up. Something. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Exactly.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what's so funny is like, um, I, I I said to Jordan that we need to write a song with some ooze in it. Remember that?
0: Okay, Jody, I'm taking over. Here. Okay,
1: fine. All right, Continue.
0: so. Um, When the uh, coronavirus uh, had like basically um, decimated Northern Italy, you know, the the cable news coverage was 24-7 on COVID and they were interviewing an Italian doctor and uh, they said, well, what do you think um, about the United States' situation? And we were still, everything was quiet because we were like shutting down, but it hadn't really gotten here yet. And uh, he said, I feel like the United States is living between the lightning and the thunder.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And it, my buddy Micah in San Antonio, here's a, the interesting part is I didn't even see that interview. <laughs> my buddy Micah in San Antonio did. And he texted me and he said, well, if you can't make a song out of that, you're probably not a songwriter. So <laughs> we did. And so we wrote about all those moments in between a terrible or terrifying news and the actual outcome of that news right Mm -hmm. where you're in that liminal space of not knowing how it's going to fall out and the original line that we had written in that song was um a dictator
1: wins the vote wins
0: the vote but our producer said that it would age the song out because if people listen to it now they might think we were talking about Joe Biden.
1: <laughs> we were <laughs> clearly something.
0: talking about Donald Trump. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, not just him, but all the rise of fascism well, the, around the world. That's right. Yeah.
0: That's right. And so <clears throat> that was at the time in Florida when that building collapsed with all those people inside of it.
1: Yeah. The condo. And, oh, yeah. and it was just terrible.
0: And it was the fa- and so Jody came up with the foundation gives way below, so the foundation gives way, and you wonder what's going to be the aftermath of that collapse. And that was, I mean, we were, I mean, we were close to not even recording the song because we didn't have a replacement for that line. And Jody at the eleventh hour,
1: yeah, came it just, to her. It, well, and when I was growing up, I, I guess everybody does this. I grew up sort of out in Burke County, and there's a lot of like old wives' tales and things like that. And I remember you would. Hear the thunder, and you would count, you know, until you heard the lightning crack, and that's how you know how far away it is. Okay, well, I think
0: you got that reversed.
1: No, you'd see
0: the lightning, and then you'd
2: count how long until you heard the thunder.
1: Okay, well, are you sure that's right?
2: Have you been in a storm before? The thunder, and then you.
1: So, I don't know.
2: <laughs> now, Jody, you see the lightning. You're supposed to and be the tiebreaker
1: here because you're the. Thir- um, anyway, I'm, I'm, I'm throwing off is- by you
2: saying that's an old wives' tale because it's actually science. I don't think it's.
1: Oh, it's science. Okay. It's yeah, because life. it's how it's all the same where I grew yeah. up. Because it's how it fast matter. how fast speed <laughs> travels. Yeah. Old wives' tales are science. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> come on. <laughs>
3: yeah,
1: but you like you would count it and to see how far away it was and to know if you needed to be like concerned or not. I mean, yeah. I remember when I was a kid, lightning sh- actually struck our house one night, and it hit like the side of our house and burned up our gutters on one side of the house, and it like it caught on fire, but it was raining, so it didn't. So it like went out pretty quickly, but melted everything and. Mm. Like, it's just a memory I have growing up and it was pretty traumatic, but wow. we were also pretty lucky that it was just, obviously it hit a gutter, yeah. a metal gutter. What were we thinking? And
2: uh, luckily you didn't really have to count because it probably.
1: No, I mean, <laughs> we, knew,
2: <laughs> we knew where it was. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah. Cause one of her siblings died in that. Shut so up, we didn't have it. to. Yeah. RIP. Stop. Gotta yeah, say
2: RIP. Stop. Just oh, kidding, did one of your siblings die. really die? No. No. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Ron cut that part out because yeah. Pretty, pretty dark. <laughs> <laughs> even even for the oh, song about no. the end of the world, two in a row. I really, I guess. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. We are kind of obsessed with that, aren't we?
2: Yeah. We um. Tell me a little bit about your uh, musical histories.
1: Oh well, my I grew up. Um, both my parents were pretty blue collar my mom had a little hair salon down in the basement of our house and um ever since i was a kid i would go down there i was like five years old and i'd sing the little mermaid to the the captive audience sitting there in her chair that mm-hmm. couldn't get away um so i've been singing since i was you know for as long as i can remember we'll
2: a little bit of that right now
1: oh
2: <laughs> under the seat
1: oh yeah let's see wait what is the- Oh, it's not the song. Look at the stuff, there we isn't it neat? Wouldn't you think my collection's complete? Wouldn't you think I'm the girl? The girl who has everything. It's delightful. Why, thank you. Yes. I can't believe I remembered those words. Yeah. That's what happens when you're, you're a kid, you remember that stuff. I oh, mean, right? I
2: should have screen recorded it. Let's do it again. Hold on, I'm going to see if I haven't done this yet. <laughs> I'm going to see if I can screen record little bits of this. Okay. Okay, go.
1: We'll <clears throat> try it again. Okay, Little Mermaid. Look at the stuff. Isn't it neat? Wouldn't you think my collection's complete? Wouldn't you think I'm the girl? The girl who has everything. I've got gadgets and gizmos aplenty. I've got boozits and its galore. You want thingamabobs? I got 20. But who cares? No big deal. I want more, and that's all you get. Yay. All right, let's see. Well done. Thank you.
3: Good job. Very nice.
1: You didn't know. Am I in a dream? You didn't know about that, did you? <laughs> Mm-mm. Would you have married me had you known? <laughs> yes. Okay. Good. Clearly. Thank you.
2: Married, Does that also count earlier? as my?
1: Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. Does that count as my impersonate or my oh, impression yeah. Yeah, a very As good well. One. Okay, good. Yeah. Thank you. Glad I could check that
2: one off. While the we're list. talking about that, uh, Jordan J- is Jordan, right? He's Jordan. I'm yeah. Jody. Yeah. We didn't yeah. introduce ourselves, did we? No, not really. It's rude. Sorry. Um, I'm so sorry. Okay. Um, Jordan, do you have a musical impression while we're on that subject?
1: Who, who can no, you do? Gellin. Bob Dylan? Okay, do it. You got
2: well,
3: it. I need a guitar.
1: No, you don't. Yeah, I do. Okay, hold on. You... No, that
3: one right there. Just I grab it. I did
1: it for you.
0: Just grab it.
2: I think I can do Dylan, right?
1: Yeah, you can do
2: Dylan. I'm going to try to record
3: this one, too. <laughs> if you're traveling in the North Country fans where well, the wind blows heavy on the borderline, <laughs> please remember me
0: to the one who lives there. <laughs> For she once was
2: the true love of mine. Yeah. <laughs> All right, now uh do Bob Dylan singing a different song um yeah. that he wouldn't normally sing let's uh let's see uh Joe, Joe I got do it. you have any you got one
3: okay. Wasted away again in searching for my last share song some people claim that there's a woman to blame but I know it's Bob Dylan's fault. It is. It's
1: always his
2: fault. Very <laughs> nice. Very nice.
1: That was very good. I've, yeah. I've never heard that before. I'm so impressed. It's on the fly and everything. This
2: is like a marital exercise. I know. Right? Learning We're so learning so much about, about each other. Yeah.
1: Thank you, Ron.
2: I feel like I've saved your marriage. Really. I think you Not have. Not that it was in danger, but you know, just preemptively. Yeah. <laughs> Interventionist uh, marital therapy. <laughs>
3: mm-hmm.
2: More on that in a few moments uh, from the Couldn't Be Happier's. I want to remind you that you can find their music at www.couldn'tbehappiers.com. Uh Don't forget to go and look for them there, and you'll have links to all their music and downloads and upcoming shows, all that stuff. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast at w w w three w's dot w n c original dot com. Uh, also, you can search w n c original music wherever you get your podcast, or just Google w n c original music. Corrections and clarifications from last week's episode with Katie Sachs. Uh, Katie wants everyone to know that she accidentally said Dixie chicks. Uh, when their actual name is the chicks and she referred to them multiple times as the chicks instead of the dixie chicks and just slipped up that one time Uh, and i accidentally said um you know what let's just we'll just leave it
3: there hi everyone this is jack adamant and i'm listening to wnc original music
0: survived an earthquake we
1: survived yes we uh, we survived an earthquake so in 2020 another well, disaster you're Western.
0: Yeah, exactly disaster.
1: can you you there's a theme here yeah. clearly um but it was like early in the morning on like a saturday morning we were we were still sleeping and we've got four dogs but at the time we had three and the smallest one his name is jackson is like this little black furball and he woke us up kind of growling and, and barking a little bit and I felt it. And so I I turned to Jordan and I was like, what the hell was that? And he was like, it's nothing. Go back to bed.
0: That's what a man does to protect his family.
1: (laughs) Shut up and go back to sleep. And so, I mean, that's, that is our first verse basically is uh, literally what happened in the moment. And I mean, the other thing about Jackson is he would wake up for anything, you know, when the trash, the garbage truck would come by, you know, it's like loud, he would start growling or whatever. So we just started talking about all the things it could be, but it actually turned out to be a legitimate earthquake.
0: Yeah. Um, we had to pick up a lawn chair. I mean, it was oh, no. serious.
3: Wow.
1: <laughs> yeah. But We rebuilt. No, we but we, <laughs> you know, it wasn't bad for us, but we saw the stuff on Facebook of people who actually had like, um, all their grandma's China that had fallen out of the cabinets and up in Sparta, I think is when it, where it was, was really bad. Mm-hmm. So of course we're songwriters. We took some liberties and pretended that we were
2: really like, in danger.
0: Yeah. In
1: Sparta and what they endured. Uh-huh. Yes.
0: Did yes. You, so the idea, go ahead. Go oh, ahead. you go. You go well, what I, what I like about the song and I don't, I mean, it's not very obvious actually. And, um, one of the things I do as a songwriter is I, I over explain in the song often too much. <laughs> like, you know, I'm like, oh, this is really clever. And then I tell people how clever it is sometimes uh-huh. like in the song.
3: Uh-huh. And
0: this one I managed to leave it alone. And I sort of regret it because no, I, you don't. I love this story. The, the story is she's scared and he keeps telling her things to make her not scared. Like, no, don't, don't worry. It's just my love for you. That's so powerful. That's what you're feeling. You're feeling the shape. And then finally oh. the narrator, the the narrator after making um, his uh, wife or girlfriend or whoever he's with feel safe goes outside because he needs a minute. And he finally breaks down when he sees all the destruction. Well, the wife walks up behind him and says, why are you crying? This is just part of the demolition process before I rebuild the castle for you. So then she steps up to make him feel better about the destruction.
2: That sounds like a little movie.
0: Yeah. Um, Yeah. Um, But I, I, I don't, I've never actually told anybody before what that song is about. we never explained that. Yeah. So it's a short little song, so it doesn't have much room for, um, you know, building out the narrative, but.
2: It was like you a, made a music video. 21st century gift to the Magi. Th- that's what I look. <laughs> that- see how surprised she's? That was I didn't say because I didn't
0: know if you know that. Um, that's uh, what that's I rude. wanted to write. Yeah. Well, <laughs>
2: I'm very cultured. <laughs> yeah. I know one your face story says otherwise. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> You're a very handsome, man. I'm yes. teasing. Well, thank you. Yes.
1: Uh, <laughs> no,
0: I that's that's spot on. That's what I wanted to do. Mm. I'm
1: so excited. Nice. Jody hadn't heard that story I before. hadn't heard it either, no. Oh, yeah? So clearly I'm the uncultured one here.
2: You know, the weird thing is, like, uh, you'll see that story repeated. You know, Sarah, like, they'll do takes on it uh, on, like, even yeah. TV shows. Kind of like they do with um, um, A Christmas Carol and stuff like that. They'll do, like, little parts of it, like, referring to it, but never, like, overtly say, oh, this is about Gift of the Magi, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Tell me about the musicians that are on the record or the songs.
1: Oh, we've got several. Um, so Doug Davis. Just has pick out eight. your
2: favorite ones. Oh, tell me about those. Well,
1: well, that's tough. Okay, Jordan's <laughs> my favorite one. It. So he, uh, he that was, was a trick
2: question. You man. didn't fall for it. Yeah. Shoot.
1: Ah, I win. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Jordan played the the um all the acoustic guitar parts throughout the whole the whole album. Um, our producer, Doug Davis, who has Flytrap trap um, studios in Winston, um, he would randomly throw some stuff in. He plays everything. So I can't even tell you all the things that he did. Mm-hmm. Um, my drum teacher, Corky uh, played the drums on all of the, like pretty much the whole album, I think, except for maybe uh, one song where we had, we had um, the Shoal Diggers as a guest. Uh, and then, uh, we had our, one of the former bass players that we used to play out with prior to COVID Travis Williams played bass on some of the songs. Jack Gorham played uh, accordion. Um, I mean, we just had all kinds of fun stuff on this Mm -hmm. one. I I really loved it. I played the harmonica on some songs
2: and you play the drums. Um, Uh, like when you guys play live, you play the drums. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And um, when we get to Sasquatch, I, I got to play uh, a washboard. That was oh, fun. Nice. Yeah. Um,
2: I just play my abs.
1: Yeah. I, know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I've made that exact joke. I
1: do feel like that's <laughs> a Jordan joke. And I can't, I'm I not sure. I swear to God, I've made that exact if joke. You made it, or it's just one I think you would make.
2: Yeah, me either. I, get, I don't either know. Way. Yeah, a great minds think alike.
1: We like that one. It's a clearly. real
2: <laughs> gift of the Magi, you might say. Yeah, it's, it is. I, I sold my abdomen right. to uh, buy you a washboard or something.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't like this, and uh, <laughs> you don't like what?
1: I like where this conversation is going. <laughs> whole thing. I don't like
0: being on a <laughs> podcast. Sold your whole <laughs> act. His is he's really funny. I yeah, know. Like,
3: I know. <laughs> so
0: here's what I don't, here's what I don't know how to do. What I don't know how to do in this conversation is like, sometimes I want the, I want to add on to the joke, but his jokes are, are good enough to where I just want them to sit
2: to yeah. And I don't no, want to no. interfere. No, yeah. you gotta so add it's on. hard to, it's, yeah. Because we got to more make them more and more obscure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so
1: that by the end of the podcast nobody has a clue yeah, what so the hell alienate, anybody's talking right, right. about. We
2: alienate every listener. Yeah. <laughs> like you say, oh this this podcast felt very magical or something like, you know, dumb, yeah, dumb things exactly. like that. Yeah, dumb Yeah, exactly. You
1: gotta yeah. do something really dumb at the
2: Not end. Not that, exactly. but something like it. Yeah. Okay. Um we'll and what about, about the uh you said the produ- the guy who owns the studio, is that the producer as well?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Doug Davis. Uh-huh. Okay. Mm-hmm. And he did almost the whole album.
2: Okay.
0: What makes Doug super cool to work with is um, he tries to, he's played with us. He's played bass with us before. He's a songwriter himself, like prolific. One song a week. He's got a club he calls the Monday Morning 3 AM Music Club where everybody has to write a song a week. And he's done it religiously for like.
1: I don't know how long.
0: 15 years or oh something without missing Oh my gosh,
1: it's
0: crazy. <clears> <throat> without missing a week, but he's played with us live. He knows us. And so he always wants those songs to sound the way he wants to give it a feel. So when you see it live, you're not like, what, what is this? Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. right. right. And so even if he's adding instruments that we don't have, when we play live, he's still capturing the spirit. Of, yeah. I, I think and most producers don't care that much. They right. just want right. it to
1: sound perfect or whatever. They're flexing
2: their own muscles, but he really thinks right, about it. Right. Us first. It's super cool.
1: And he gets who Then it's up to you are. to
2: hire a string quartet when you go play
1: live. or something. Exactly. Well, we <laughs> yeah. but I think he understands we're kind of quirky and fun live. And I think he wants to keep that character in the recordings, which sometimes you lose mm-hmm. when you go into the studio because it is weird. You're not playing live. You're by yourself in a booth recording your vocals. And it's hard to get that kind of energy and, right. um, you know, he's, he reminds us uh, to have that kind of energy and to sound like ourselves. And um,
3: I don't
0: know why he makes me take my clothes off. To I don't get either. Takes.
1: I don't, I don't know. I think but it's a school you photographer
2: know what? in this part time.
1: Oh my <laughs> God.
0: I recognized them. <laughs> we were, we were playing a, uh, we were playing a neighborhood block party the other night for our, our neighborhood. And uh, these kids were like running around and um, I was like, and our uh, bass player, Mike Bennett <laughs> Was standing behind us And the kids were running And we were afraid that they were going to crash into the equipment I was like uh, <laughs> I said into the mic Hey, kids, be safe You don't want to <laughs> Run into the equipment Also, Mike's not allowed to be within 100 yards <laughs> Of <you." laughs> And he was like Dude, you can't make those jokes <laughs> <laughs> he's the like people who oh, no not know that you're kidding. He's the nicest
3: guy he's in so the world. Nice. And
1: Jordan, he's so nice. Jordan, Jordan tortures both of us at shows. Mm-hmm. He always like he's so quick with his smart aleck comments.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I
0: think the first time we played live together, Jody's cell phone started vibrating, and I told the audience it was her vibrator,
1: oh and she's my like.
3: God.
0: You should have seen I'm surprised we still play live music.
1: I'm surprised we're still married. That's a good point, too. That's point. Yeah, that's just,
2: that's yeah. that's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> well, shoot, I just saved your marriage oh. like five minutes ago and now it's falling apart. I know. Again. Well, yeah, I know. know. I think it, you guys it are takes a village. Family. Yeah. It's got to come through for us <laughs> again. <laughs> right. right.
3: To rig all the leaves from the hickory. Here's the fifth storm of the year from the Gulf through New Orleans. Blew my mind when a newsman broke in October. Surprise, surprise, bad news. All your heroes died. And I reached for my phone. Before I have time to remember when I do my breath, it's night. Get through this November, nothing's left unsaid or in doubt. Still, there's so much I want to tell you about. Used to bitch about the backyard, cause the dogs turn it to mud. Grass now grows from the seeds we sowed. Yeah, man, look at us. Jody's the love of my life. You were right How about her. Oh, oh hey, hey, on election, election day we, we toppled the dictator. dictator. And I. They-
2: It is November. What are the chances it of that? It is November. Seriously, yep. what, what are the chances? Who, Who knows the chances? Um, uh, one one, one out of twelve. And twelve, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Yeah. Good. I mean, if we're talking months. <laughs> I mean,
1: math. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a thing. You know, that entire song was recorded remotely. That was the first song that we did before we even really knew we were we we wanted to do an album. Um, and that was a very first song and I'll let Jordan talk about that one because that's, that's, that's Jordan's song.
0: Yeah. It's been two years now since I lost my dad. It was during um, COVID um, and he just had a headache and was kind of, he was thrown up and wouldn't get out of bed and they took him to a hospital and he had a brain tumor that was covering up probably, I mean like a quarter of his head. I mean, he never, he, he walked into that hospital and it didn't, didn't walk out. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, it was like, it, it was, it was almost like he might as well have been hit by a bus. Like it happened that quick. It's so sudden. Yeah. And, um, mm-hmm. it was a, it was a, um, an astrocytoma or, um, what they used to call a glue yeah. And, um, I just remember and like, you know, I didn't have any of that like unfinished business kind of stuff, but what's really hard about losing a parent is, um, there's just these random moments you want to tell them stuff and you start to like in your mind reflexively reach for the phone mm-hmm. to call. And, um, it you realize before you even start moving that that's not an option anymore. And that's what that was about was about, um, that November. Um, and just, um, wanting to reach out to my dad and not being able to. So,
1: um,
0: <clears throat> Yeah.
1: You should tell them the story of the bridge of that song.
0: Oh, um, yeah, I I couldn't think of a bridge because, you know, a bridge, you want to do something new, right? Or you want to reflect on the verses or offer a different perspective or, you know, lyrically speaking. And I didn't know what I wanted to do with that bridge. Um, And I guess I'd heard, maybe it was like Don Henley once say that, In every song, there were all these lyrics that were accessible to everyone, but there was always like one lyric that was just for himself, that it didn't matter if anybody else understood. And that was that line about, um, of sound mind, you left behind shuttles falling from the sky. My dad was my dad was not a great dad when we were kids really good dad when we were young adults me and my sisters when we were in college and you know as like young professionals my dad was awesome but he just did too well with kids mm. but one night when i grew up in dallas the space shuttle was actually coming in from uh outer space to to land in houston and um the the channel eight weatherman in Dallas said that if you got out there at like 3 AM, you could see it. And so he woke me up one morning, I must've been 14 and we went outside to see the shuttle re-entering the atmosphere. And I remember we thought it would be like a little satellite coming through the sky and it wasn't, it was, I mean, you just saw this, this, this plume ripping through the atmosphere It was the most amazing thing I'd ever seen. And that, that was a memory that, um, it's one of those rare moments where he was like kind of a good dad when it came to, to younger kids, and so that bridge was for that moment that we had. Of sound mind, you left behind shuttles falling from the sky.
2: Oh, that's really cool! So. Yeah, I had that uh, that same feeling when my mother died. Uh, and I still to this day will just think of like things will happen, and I'll think, Oh, I have to tell her that, and you know, you can't, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, just because those, those kind of things. Uh, fortunately, before she. Passed away. This wasn't the reason I didn't know she was going to pass away, but about a year before, uh, I just wanted to get some stories and stuff. So I just took my cell phone and had her tell some stories about life. Wow! Uh, But she got really hung up on me as a baby, and she (laughs) kept saying, "She said you were you were very cute as a baby. In fact, you were your grandfather's favorite for some reason. Nobody knows why." I'm like, you know, that's you know, anyway. But uh, I think it's because I was so cute. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah everybody knows why you're just always his favorite. And you were very lazy. You were just the laziest baby. And I was like, What? Where's this <laughs> coming from? from? She's like, you just lazy. And she and just folks like, You were lazy, just so lazy. And she talked about something <laughs> else. Oh my God. And goodness. then she goes, But then the, there you were just over in the corner being lazy, just a lazy baby. And, <laughs> and she was like, L A Z Y, lazy. lazy. Oh my goodness <laughs> I feel like Every six month old Is kind of lazy You know Just, you're yeah. just laying there Kind of crawling around Yeah what are you Supposed to be doing Putting up drywall
1: Like people complain About the like, kids Like driving them crazy you're Just like man Yeah i I've got a lazy kid I'm happy <laughs> yeah. This is great
2: uh, I grew up on a farm So I guess I was supposed To be out like You know using a hoe Or something uh, Yeah that's
1: uh, right yeah. By six months Absolutely six months, that's So right. you were lazy So yeah. You were like Acting like a city baby <laughs>
2: <laughs> Somebody's got a new nickname. <laughs> City baby Jordan. I was like that was a little country joke, wasn't it, I,
3: know, I grew up in the country.
0: Yeah, a little <laughs> brought a little redneck to it. Oh. oh shit. I was gonna say how when Butchie that's my dad, when Butchie was in the hospital, he, he made my little sister play couldn't be happier songs for him the whole time. Yeah. Speaking of musical backgrounds, my family was, nobody was musical. And like, I wanted him, I knew knew we had a guitar in the house, but he wouldn't let me play with it, you know? And it wasn't until I was like an adult. I was like 17, I think a senior in high school where Mm -hmm. my aunt gave me 400 bucks for graduation to go and buy a guitar. Hmm. So that's when I started learning. Oh, cool. So, uh, but my dad was, Super supportive of it. He would come to every gig. He, if I were talking to people after the set, he'd be breaking down equipment for me. You know, old man just carrying those you know twelve-inch powered speakers, and he's just a great
2: guy. Yeah. Uh, Joe, did you say anything about your musical background?
1: Oh, other than singing, uh, well, I was talking about Little Mermaid, and I did get off on a tangent. Um, but I started playing, that was a long time ago. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, yeah, it's 11 PM. Oh my
1: God. <laughs> yeah. But I, I started, um, I started playing guitar and like I was in my, like, I was almost 30 before I started playing guitar, but the problem was like, I couldn't write and I had songs in my head, but I couldn't write them because I didn't play an instrument. And, uh, my boss one day was like, Hey, you know you should come to this this thing. This we we get together once a month, potluck, drink, and then just jam and play songs. And you should come. You and show I was up as like, just him. No. Um, yeah, no. I, And the school photographer. <laughs> Good call. Oh hey, man, you guys yeah. are killing it. Uh, and, and I, I um. Uh, And I was like, yeah, but I don't, I don't play an instrument. And he was like, "Jody, I picked up the bass when I was 50 years old. Like if I can do that, you can learn to play an instrument. So I was like, all right, fine. Fair point. So I started taking lessons and learning to play guitar, um, basically just enough so that I could learn chords to write songs. And then I started going to the, we called it the unbroken circle. It's a lot of people from Wake Forest, um, amateur musicians, and then some people who are like professional and, um, and actually, that's where I met Jordan. Um, one of the, I think it was the first one I ever went to was, it was like in August. And um, Jordan had just started law school at Wake Forest. And I was already a lawyer. And so, of course, you know, oh, you need to talk to Jody about law stuff or whatever. <laughs> And uh, we were both married to different like a people party. at the time. Oh yeah, very <laughs> entertaining. Tough, it's but, a lot like that. Yeah, yeah.
2: it's a lot. It's,
1: yeah. Um, it was in the summer, yeah. and
2: it was called Torts and Shorts, and you it was a pool boy.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, in fact, that's I, the law first humor. Time everybody,
0: met,
2: you wouldn't understand. <laughs> Only us. Yeah, the,
0: the actual uh, title of the party was "Attractive Nuisance." Oh, ooh,
1: <laughs> even better. Oh, like. like yeah, it's very obscure. Yeah. Um, but the first time I met him, he was wearing a Sasquatch shirt. And I remember that the one song that he sang was Gone Squatching. And I just remember thinking, God, this guy, this guy really, really likes Bigfoot. <laughs>
3: so, okay.
0: <laughs> well, Rob, one thing I've always been able to do is make an impression on her. Yeah.
1: Him.
0: Right, right. yeah. yeah. It's wrong, I just want to say probably. real quick.
1: Ron, yeah.
0: uh, how many did times you, have I done did that? Did you now? say
1: Rob? You said Rob. Yeah, but
0: how many times have I done that?
1: I don't know. I think that's the I first time. Once. This no is no the first one.
0: Like our neighbor, I If called, it was the uh, second time, Michael I would have hung for, up. So. Yeah,
1: he, he called my
0: <laughs> <laughs> a neighbor. I called Michael for about six months. And he finally gained the courage to tell me his real name at some point.
1: Which it was Sheila.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Why <laughs> Sheila? Do you know him? you know him?
3: Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: That um, do that dude, do that, yeah.
3: Um,
0: I, I just need to say our bass player isn't a child molester,
2: by the way,
1: right? Yeah, let's clarify. Add,
2: <laughs> I'm going to uh, Maybe I'm going to cut out the story that you talk about that, and then that's just gonna <laughs> just appear in have the middle, that and that'll be a lot worse. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, How much production, how much post production does go into
2: this? Oh, a lot. I'm I'm going to cut each individual word out. You'll be surprised at what you said. (laughs) 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 Those guys are great, right? So much fun to talk to. Uh, We're going to have actually two more episodes with Couldn't Be Happier, so, really looking forward to that. Um, don't forget to find them at couldn'tbehappiers.com, and also uh, check their social media for upcoming shows. They do a lot of cool videos, too. They do a lot of fun stuff on social media, not just the regular boring stuff um, like you might see on other social medias, I guess. Uh, I, can, I'll, I don't want to say right here, but if you email me, I'll tell you who I'm talking about. They've got some shows coming up as I'm recording this, so uh, I don't want to say what that is in case you're listening to this uh, after the apocalypse And I don't want to confuse anybody, so just uh, check their website for when that is. Also, subscribe to the podcast, WNC Original Music, wherever you get your podcasts. And also, there's some surprising places uh, out there where the podcast is. Some I didn't even know about um, without my permission, I might add. So I'm going to look into that. Alright, the closing song for this week A little bit of a strange one Uh, The song itself is is really good But um, this is a friend of The Couldn't Be Happiers Uh, It's the um, artist Or group I'm not sure The Simple Joy And I say that because uh, Although they sent a song I didn't get any kind of bio So I don't know anything about them Uh, That's all I got to say But I really like this song Here's The Simple Joy Have a good week Two, three, four
4: Beach, mid-August night, phosphorescence was the only light. I've took my hand and she showed me the way. She said our love has barely started, but the summer's almost gone. Wanna feel my life's for living while my body is still young. Take me back to school, and I fear I'll lose my way. Oh, I belong, oh, I My mind's made up, but my money's all gone. A corner by the lighthouse where the cutters used to smoke had to beg borrow bleed and steal for one forgotten toke avalon whispered her ideas for how we'd get away well, i'd learned to hotwire a car when i was just 13 years old used to take him down to myrtle beach where we knew they could get sold Had a baby flying in a minute And man, we were away Oh, Avalon, oh, Avalon My mind's made up But my ideas are all gone Wave beneath the sodium vapor line No, i never see her as she blew a kiss and turned away She said our love is like forever but forever never stays Wanna pack a lot of living into a small number days Gonna take this ride to Memphis with a man who'll oh, show me the way Cause my heart is a god
2: Type out everything you just said out.
3: Make sure you get my rules in there.